Katie. Hmm? Somebody is walking around with their nuts out. No. Now, there was a time when I said I wouldn't wear Hoochie Daddy shorts. Yeah. Because I ain't buy no tip drill. Yeah. It was a joke. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. on the big show, right. this week, mm. the big man <laughs> said. What did he say? He's seen men walking around with their nuts out. Yeah, one nut be hanging out to the Ooh. side. and then. Katie, I was out of town when this happened. Where were you? I mean. Were you in the studio? Yeah. Have you seen a man wear shorts with his nuts out? I've seen nuts out. Now. You have? <laughs> okay. All right. But did the man have shorts on when you seen him? There's one time. No way. It's Myrtle Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Wait, wait. So you and B have seen this? This I've is a seen real it. thing. I've seen it once this, in my life. You've seen a man just walk in the beach mm-hmm. with shorts on so small and nuts so big mm-hmm. that you actually seen his nuts out? And it's because the shorts that he was wearing, they weren't compression shorts. Clearly. Like, you know how guys' compression shorts, it holds everything tight. Yeah. They were regular. Keeps the family together. They were just regular. Yeah. Right Family short that, shorts. that compresses together. Stays together? You know, like, Rob. <laughs> hey, nah, never mind. Keep going. Because <laughs> yes. I, I wasn't going to put prayer in it. No, no. Yeah. Don't bring Jesus Christ you in this. <laughs> you can't stand in a prayer circle with your nuts out. No. <laughs> you dirty, dirty yeah. man. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Tell us about the time he's on a beach and a man had his nuts out. But his shorts were those little loose exercise shorts, and there was no compression under them. Yeah. And yeah, it, he he did a one-two jog, and I saw a whoop. <laughs> Wait, both of them was out, or just one. It was one to the side. It was to the left side. It went. It was just like, one out. It's like, it just came out like to the side. I'm like, the other one was an introvert. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was like, I knew which one was a smaller nut. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! I'm not gonna lie, I've never seen a man in public with his nuts out. Did you tell him? No. It Which, was a stranger. One of them, hey, your nuts are out. Like who? who no, you just okay. He'll he, maybe he'll free. He'll feel the breeze or something. I I don't know. I'm so confused. <laughs> like, I, what do you say? I, if do it's a stranger, not, are you supposed to tell him? I don't know. This they is should new. feel it. Don't he ask feel, me. You saw him. He should feel the breeze on his You're nuts. Damn right, he so feels then, the breeze. All right then. He his nuts are out. He doesn't need me to tell him. Well, why? But. Like, you know your nuts are out, right? So, obviously, if you're doing this, it's on purpose. Because it's not like you have on a Speedo. You have on a Slow-O. Because <laughs> it's not tight. It's loose. That makes it worse. Like, okay, would you tap a stranger and say, hey, you dropped your keys? Yeah. Same shit you was mad at me for last yes. week. But you wouldn't tap them and say, hey, you dropped your nuts? No. Keys are different than nuts. Why? What's the difference? Um, one is a body part that is exposed. I mean... Your keys, I feel like you need that to get back home. If I tell you your nuts are out, you don't need that to get back to wherever you're going safely. Yeah, that, you do. What yeah. happens if you're on your way if, home and something happens and you need cojones in order to make it happen? It's attached to him, which means he feels that <sighs> going across his nuts. All right. That means you like the breeze. Yeah, but don't. <laughs> you like. <sighs> don't do that when we're talking like- <laughs> about nuts. Don't do that. All right. I just don't see the difference. <laughs> Welcome to In The Moment. <laughs> I'm in the moment. Stay in the moment. Yeah. 
Hey, there's a moment in everything, and everything is a moment I talk about the comedy in it all. This is your first time. Welcome to the funniest podcast you have never heard. I'm your new favorite comedian, Mo Mitchell. Your money back. Katie is your new nut information. <laughs> Informer, shout out to all of our regular listeners and our new listeners. Episode 136. All right, it's lit in here, Mm -hmm. and we ain't gonna tell you why. (laughs) No, but it's lit in here. You're when I tell you. Hey! Game time! Okay. When I said right. save it, you thought it was the next week? Yeah. No, it was uh, after the intro. I hoped. I no. hoped. Okay. No, 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 no. Because if you've been a listener of this podcast for long enough, you know that when Katie was six, <laughs> it was up. You hear me? And it was up because my mother didn't want me to be a thought out here in these streets. Um, But lo and behold... I'll show I, her. That I follow in her footsteps. So... <laughs> My mother wants me to be a princess. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> These are my confessions. <laughs> you know what? She should have never told me about sex at the age of six. My mother told me about that. Wait, that's when y'all had to talk? Yeah. You didn't even know what birds and bees were at six. She didn't have to say birds and bees. She was like, look, a male, a penis, a vagina. Like, <laughs> Kudos to her for giving to me straight, but yeah. I was only six. All right, mom? I, I was six. Damn. Six. Wait. You really had the birds and bees talk at six? Yeah, I was six years old. Why did she choose that age? Well, huh? <laughs> Katie, I didn't write right. this shit down to talk about. Don't look at um, me like you're the only one surprised here, okay? So, I didn't know. The reason why I think that she chose that is because she saw that I was going down a path of hoism. And because... <laughs> she thought educating you on how to be a proper hoe would help? Nah, because your mom listened to this podcast. Yeah. Hey, mom, I'm, <laughs> these are jokes. I love you. I love Katie. You know what time it is with me. So, I will say this, all right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're about to go real, oh, not how I no, was planning. No, but- for all of our original and regular <laughs> listeners, I tell you what, you are in for a treat today. Woo. But go ahead. So, with guys, right, when you all hit puberty, mm-hmm. right, that's like, what, 12, maybe, when did you hit that age of where your nuts dropped and you were like... I feel a sexual feeling. Wow. Um, I think the first time I remember, mm-hmm. and this is probably going to sound crazy today, because today they probably starting at two. But <laughs> for me, the first time I truly remember having a conversation that had absolutely anything to do about the body or sex or any of that was sixth grade. Not even a conversation where you discovered yourself. I'm still waiting. What? Katie, you know I ain't even, like, no. tried to discover myself until I was 28. Oh, you're weird. I've been a oh, weirdo. Yeah, okay. You know this about yeah, me. I, I never I never had the moment of like, ooh. Your what's first that? Okay, I never did okay. that. Your first wet dream? The, I was no uh oh, I remember that. Okay. Oh, there I we remember go. that. There we go. I ain't tell nobody, but mm-hmm. I'm not gonna tell you what age you was because oh, I'll tell you off mic, but I'm not <laughs> Okay. T- no, because you're gonna laugh. You're gonna laugh. I was I was mad old. What? <laughs> she was like last week. Katie. <laughs> <laughs> I was yo. Nah, it was a late bloomer for real. So I feel like I wasn't too early of a bloomer, right? Okay. So with guys, you, I, I don't know this for certain, but from what I know from my male friends who are in my life is that once you all hit puberty, when your balls drop or whatever, that's the first time like you'll get hard or you'll think about whatever, right? And that may be between the 12, 11 to 12 Damn, age range, whatever. Yeah. For men. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Now, women 
we're already born with our clit. And so if we rub up against something the right way, we already know how that feels. Really? Yeah. When's the first age you remember feeling that sensation? Five. (laughs) Holy shit. And y'all think I'm about to have a daughter. Okay. (laughs) Y'all keep waiting. Well, five. You was barely off one hand. Really? And you remember that? I would, so women, women, I don't know if any woman has told you this, any woman that you've dated. Um, back in our elementary years, yeah, um, we would hump the shit out of pillows. Are you kidding me? Really? Yeah. And, and, I, and actually, like, know what you're doing and get a... No, you wouldn't know what you're doing. You're just like that feeling, that sensation. You, like, you know this feels good. You know it feels good. Mm-hmm. You don't know why. You don't understand it. You just know it feels good. Like, that's that's one of the first things that women, before women graduated to shower heads, like, yeah. you know women will tell you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Take me to graduation. What do, what do shower heads do? Oh, you never. All right, so. I don't know any of this right, freak so nasty shit. Every woman that you've been involved with yeah. has used a shower head uh-huh. at some point in time when she pulled to please herself. Oh, she put it up under there? Yeah. Like a car wash? She had a little pressure of that. Yeah. Did that do something? Yeah. Really? If it hits the right spot, yes. It worked like the rose? Yes. Yes. So imagine the rose. So then why are you buying the a rose? Shower the shower head free. Uh, the rose has different speeds and settings. Oh, shit. So if... All right, take me slow. <laughs> Start at the shower head. The rose is for later. Grown women will use their shower head to get off in the morning or night or whenever they take a shower. Holy shit. Really? Yes. Like before you go to work? Yes. Hmm, so every every woman I've seen indoor- that comes to work and don't look happy, they don't know the shower head trick, or she didn't use it that day. Uh, but if she come to she come to work happy AF, yeah, oh, her shower head was hitting. That oh morning. shit, shower if, me with your love. If it wasn't her partner, yeah, it's not shower. <laughs> if it wasn't her partner, right that yeah. morning that woke her up, uh. It was the shower. Head. It was the shower head. It was the shower. So when head. he when he acting funny in the morning, like he tired. You just go get in the shower? Yeah. What? I don't need you. Cold or hot water, high work. What y'all Because hot? Yo, what? Yo, what's up with women who... (laughs) I know she wants to... Yo, you already know I'm going. Have you seen the steam? Yeah. Like, what are y'all... How is your body capable of taking that kind of heat? I don't know how. It just feels so good. Like, the warmer the water, it feels better. Like, even if you're just taking a generic shower. I'm not talking about pleasing yourself here. I'm saying in general... Women will typically use hot water and men be like, oh, it's cold. It's you damn right. It's hot wow. as hell. Yeah. Burn, burn. No, it just. Feels good. Warm water feels great. And that's what water. you use to do your thang thang? Mm-hmm. What? And they put it in. I would tell a joke about that, but it's about 50 women who will make right. me a whole misogynist. They Is that the word? You. Yeah. I don't even like massages. That's why it's weird. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never knew this. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why I was I wasn't really on a lot of sexual stuff when I was younger. That's good. I was trying to play ball. The woman couldn't keep their hands off me. I was like, oh, get off me. I just want to read. You were disgusted? Yeah, get off uh-huh. me. Try to go to read. class. You wanted to read? Yeah, I wanted to play ball and go work out. They were like, look at this nerd. <laughs> kind yeah. of. Yeah, I was making music. Oh my gosh. Unhand me. <laughs> I've seen what you what you did with Gerald. Alright. Never mind. Oh. Don't worry about it. Yo. I didn't know, though. I should have let my nuts out. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Who's next? Let's talk about where I'm at. Stress been on my head. Why they test my feet? I'm just trying to get... All right, enough is enough with 
holding hands before you eat your food. I'm done. Are you talking about prayer? Yes. Whose idea was it that before we all eat, right, we should hold each other's dirty hands? Yes, we should say grace. Yes, we should bless the food. Why do we have to touch? If I just went to the bathroom and washed my hands and I had to deal with somebody in the bathroom who I didn't know was going to be there, and now they're asking me for $100 because they hand me a paper towel and turn the sink on for me as if I couldn't do that for myself, now I got to give you money that I didn't have or expect to spend because you put soap in my hand. Then I get back to the table. Now my hands are super clean. I'm ready to go in on this burger. And then the person next to me who I don't know puts their hand out and goes, bow your heads. No. I think that the idea is Mm -hmm. we all hope that before we eat, that everyone washes their hands before they say grace. They don't. They don't, Katie. They don't. I've been in many a bathroom. I've seen many a people either not wash their hands at all or leave with halfway washing their hands. I've seen people wash their hands with no soap. I've seen people kind of just, you know how you touch the water to see if it's hot or if it's cold? I've seen them wash their hands like that. I don't want to touch. Even people who come up to the table who are just, yo, Mo, what up? And they want to give me a five. Fam, I'm knee deep in this burger. Why do we touch each other before we eat? Is it just me? No, that makes sense. I expected that everyone had washed their hands before we joined hands to bow our heads over grace. No, I don't even care if you did wash your hands at this point. Why not? Because COVID. That's why, Katie. Oh, okay. Because a lot of people probably have washed their hands and then what? Still got COVID, didn't you? Yeah. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Like, we should get used. It should have changed the world at this point. It just certain things should change. You shouldn't be on each other's necks at the airport. Shouldn't be on each other's necks, period. Back up off me. Like, COVID should have changed some things, right? You should not be touching hands right before we literally eat food. Mm-hmm. That don't make sense to me. Birthday cake, same thing. You blowing on the cake. <laughs> Who want a piece? Okay, what birthday it is. I don't care what wish you made. Unless you wished for everyone in here hands to be clean and for there to be no COVID. Then no. I don't want no piece of that shit okay. you just spit on. Right? Right. All right. That's fair. Thank you. Who's next? I'm also mad because Meek Mill was in Philly the day that the Philadelphia Eagles beat the Cowboys with a backup quarterback and was hype about it. It hurt. Ooh. Congratulations on beating Cooper Rush. Jalen will be hurt in six weeks. That's for the sports fans. Don't worry about it because his last name is. I know. Because you know it's me. I know. It's the Podfather. The Podfather. You already know what it is. You saw that? Somebody was like, oh. You know what I mean? I love the Podfather this week. Somebody said that? Mm. Who was it? It was a woman or a man? It was a woman. Thank you, Queen. (laughs) Now, why is Meek Mill at the game? That's number one. He's from Philly. I get it. Why is he performing? That's number two. (laughs) No, why is he performing, Katie? What is he doing? Rocky was busy? (laughs) No. Don't do that. Nah, I'm tired of it. Kevin Hart couldn't come. Now. Oh, Kev. I didn't even. Did you see when Meek Mill gave his chain to a fan? Yes. For her to hold while he signed something and then yeah. he took it back? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Why? Why would you ever give your chain that to a fan? That was real stupid. And homegirl was like, the... I'll give it back, I promise. So you know what the comments said? What? Well, we can't run from anything. 
because we paw it. That's what we do here. Mm-hmm. The comment said if the fan that he gave his chain to was black, he wouldn't have got it back. I That's remember. what black Twitter said. Do you agree? No. I kind of do. This is why I don't want Mo. Oh. All right. All right. Katie, was black people saying it? I don't agree. I hate it, though. If I hate that. I hate the fact that that's if, kind of true. If he gave it to a black queen, don't agree. She would have given it back. All right. If they would have given it back, fine. However, you're in the stadium. Something comes into the stands, you grab it. If it's a baseball, ask all of these fans that was out there waiting they for Aaron Judge's ball. They would keep it. If you're, if you're Jane... End up in the stands in my hands. Well, I can't keep it. That's not my property now? This, this is a different scenario. It's not like someone knocked it out of the ballpark. Yes, it is. His name no. is Meek Mill. He is walking along the sidelines, right? Yeah. Whoever's in the first row who has the best tickets, right? First of all, you got money if you got these close tickets. Yeah. Right? You're not hurting. Okay. And he exchanges. And you're like, I want an autograph. And he exchanges you his chain. Hands it to, to you. Takes autograph. Here. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate here for fun. He okay. handed it to her, right? Mm-hmm. So on video, mm-hmm. what's the problem? If I say thank you and walk away, did I actually steal the chain? Or did that dream just turn into a nightmare? It turned to a nightmare. <laughs> I used to pray for times like, like this, this to pray like, like this. this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you handed it to me. It's on video. I'm in the stands. Thank you. I'm gone. That Wait. ain't stealing. No, because first of all, you're on camera. You handed it to me. I'm but glad to be on, on camera. camera. What do you mean? You're still on camera, and someone just was like, yo, hold this right quick. No, you don't hear that. There's no audio. But There's you just, know what he, it means. No, I don't. You know, nah. No, I you don't. You want to be blind to it. You know what it means. You're damn right. I'm you Stevie Wonder where he just went with my chain. Yes. Did you see Stevie Wonder bark at Ari Lennox? No. <laughs> I did not. He barked. He said, <laughs> Wait, his inner DMX came out. See that Stevie out here barking? <laughs> I told you you could see. You gotta be able to see the bark. What you mean? Wait. <laughs> no. Yo, y'all play it. Because at first I was like, I saw the little clip and I'm like, how Stevie end up with Ari? And then I, I heard him say that he was a fan. And I'm like, that's fly. He was a fan of her and he was like, yo, so when you getting married? <laughs> oh, Stevie trying to put it down. <laughs> Wait, what her? Stevie <laughs> said she was a bad mamma jamma? Yes. Just as fine as she could and be. she was like, well, you know, I don't know and stuff. He's like, you out here with these dogs. <laughs> <laughs> love your voice. Thank you. I love you. Incredibly. Um, I like the energy. Thank you. Um, I like the innuendos. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like all that. Thank you. Can I ask you a question? Babe? Oh, my. Yes. So who are you going to marry? Oh, I don't know. What in hell are you? <laughs> they say it's hard out here in the streets. It's really hard out here for him. I can't. Who are you in love with? The music. Oh, my goodness. I'll help you. Right. No, don't, my don't, dogs. Don't. My oh, dogs. dogs. My Galactus and I'm on your dog. What's up, dog? Hey, dog. No. No. But, yeah. Did the neck roll when he said it? <laughs> <laughs> that girl did she, she so. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> <Your dog. laughs> 
Yo, they used to say that Mike had a moment, Michael Jackson had a moment where he actually used his real voice by accident. Right. I feel like I just watched that with Stevie. I never knew, and I was like, nah, that's not Stevie barking. Now look, I was like, that was, he's her. <laughs> Yo, wait he a said, minute. am I one of your dogs? Katie, now you have to walk me through this now, because you brought this up. What is happening here? And I'm not mad at him. Yes. I mean, he heard her voice. He hears her music, right? Yeah. Do you have to say yes? It's Stevie Wonder. Mm. What do you say, No. Mm. Do you have to let him put your ribbon in the sky? <laughs> you kind of have to, no? How does this work? Yeah, um, it's Stevie it's, Wonder. It's, it's a very conflicting situation. Like, women get hit on by men every day. That's like, I wonder why li- he's hitting on me. <laughs> I wonder what made him think that he had a fucking chance in hell. But when it's Stevie... Like, it don't hit different. It does. Right? You think when he get off you, he starts singing, isn't she lovely? <laughs> All right. No. No, I'm, I'm going. Because he's a legend. No. Because you shouldn't do this. What? Isn't she lovely? <laughs> Didn't she fuck me? All right. All right. All right. Never mind. Moving on. Him and Ray Charles just. Him and Ray just bumping, boy. <laughs> it all looked the same. I he even know he fucked with Ari like that. <laughs> I told you he could see. Y'all won't listen to me. That man done flew a plane. Yo. He done drove a car. <laughs> he done <laughs> caught a mic. <laughs> he done threw something at somebody. And now, all of a sudden, of all the women in the world, <laughs> he uh, he ran up on Ari and said, what's up with it? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all talking about he can't see. I. He can't see all that thickness. <laughs> he saw that. Nah, Katie. Nah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all oh, right. Shit. Moving on. Who's next? Yo, Katie, you know when they take uh, clothes, right? Mm-hmm. From a fashion show. Like, I just found this out. When you do a fashion show, mm-hmm. see the models run down the walkway? If it's Balenciaga, they probably in trash bags walking in mud. Right. Yeah. Dirt. Lay's chips. What you think happened with them clothes? That's it. They wear it once and that's it. Would you, when you say that's it, what do you think happens? Like, so you mean like after the model takes it off? Yeah. I think they dispose of it. That's what I thought. To my surprise. No. I was blind. No. Now I'm found. Steve, no. if you ever hear this in life... <laughs> I just want you to know, I tell a lot of jokes. Yo, fam, you top three for me. And you never have to wonder. I love you, Stevie. And I don't care that you can see. I don't. I know you can see. I don't give a damn, though. However, Ooh. Katie, they put that shit right back in the store. Yep. No, no, no. no. That's the a true same story. Thing that they take the same exact clothes. That was worn. Put them right back. Now, I don't know if this happens for every fashion show, because maybe... When you get to a certain level, it's different. Right. They let you keep it. They let you do what you're going to do with it. But in the fashion shows that I have been informed of, them clothes go back to the store. No. Yeah. That shirt on your back right now, them drawers you got on, Giselle had your drawers on. They what? might pay extra for that. I'm just saying, they so might. Do you pay extra or less? For what? For whatever that was actually literally Oh, you pay the same price. On the- Stop this. I used to work in the retail stores. They used to have... uh. Somebody right there, mm-hmm. like to watch you walk into the dressing room. Mm-hmm. 
And everybody that used to stand over there used to tell me, like, yo, now women come in here and put drawers on and put them back like it's nothing. That's what they say. They come in there and try drawers on, try swim trunks on, swimsuits, put them right back. I started shopping online praying that I'm buying from the warehouse because I don't want to buy from the store anymore. Imagine some dirty... Just. Some people put put it right on, right on their body. No, I don't like this one. Put it right back. Women, if you know your pants size, right, then you should know your draw size. You don't have to try on draws. You shouldn't have to try on draws. I, you sh- They try your man on. <laughs> no, you can have them. They ain't fit. Does he look right on my arm? <laughs> they ain't fit. Who's next? Tom Brady was out here doing Tom Brady things. Mm-hmm. We've discussed Tom Brady on this podcast before. Katie said he should have took his ass with his family. Mm-hmm. I understand why maybe he was playing football. But then, you know, De- you know Deion Sanders? Yeah. In my opinion, the greatest football player of all time. There's no debate, no discussion. You could say Ray Lewis. You could say Lauren Taylor. I don't care because I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. Mm-hmm. Deion Sanders is the greatest football player ever. It's just my opinion. He has a son. I don't know his name. Deion Jr. DJ. Right? Let's call him that. <laughs> there was video of Tom Brady out there practicing with his son, mm-hmm. throwing the football around. And when I say Tom Brady and his son, I don't mean Tom Brady's son. I mean Dion's. Wait. Tom Brady was out there helping Dion's son become a better quarterback, showing him how to throw a post, a slant, a little fly route, no. whatever he was showing him. No. I ain't never seen Tom Brady on video playing catch with his own kids. No. <laughs> Can you imagine that? What? Hey, mom. Your dad playing catch with everybody but you? Let's see the pregame show with dad. The pregame show shows dad throwing the ball to someone else's kid. Yeah. Is that dad playing catch with Dion Jr.? He never played catch with me. Like, Damn right. You know why? You know how distraught I would be? Because Tom Brady kids ain't got no damn talent. All right, Katie? No. That man Tom is all about who's next. Same way you listen to the podcast, and when you hear who's next, you know we're moving on to something even better, right? Tom know that shit, too, all right? Hey, Tom ain't going to come home and play catch with his kids, and they ain't about shit. The therapy that his kids are going to have to go through. Y'all look like the only thing y'all going to be good at is walking. Go ahead and train with your mama. Hey, yo. I'm on some shit today. I knew when you said walking, I was like, runway. Hey, hey, them shoes was made for walking. All right? They won Mava. Hut, hut, hut. Who was open? All right? I'm just telling you what happened. If Tom Brady don't think that his second born can hit Randy Moss on a fly route, he has no interest in playing catch with you. That's just, that's just what it is. Tom did a press conference this week, and they asked him if he was, was going to retire anytime soon. No. That's exactly what he said. Why would I? Tom said, I don't plan on retiring anytime soon. I love my teammates and I love football. I ain't hear shit about his family. No. In other words, they'll figure it out. She's been walking her whole life. That poor woman and what? the poor kids. What? The trauma they have to go through. No, I'm, these are jokes. I am not on I mean, Tom yeah, Brady's side. The these trauma, are jokes. These children. Oh, it's bad, man. But I mean, if if you do marry somebody who... What they do best is hit a runway. All right. Katie just looked at me <laughs> with, the, with the black woman look. Hey, never mind. <laughs> Moving on. Who's next? All right, last thing I'm mad at, Katie, why was you eating wings with a wingman that you had no business eating wings with? 
You don't even know what I'm talking about, do you? The story you told on the show about you and your friends this week. Mm-hmm. And y'all met, like, two older guys. Yes. And then y'all ended up in their suites. <laughs> that is... And the only reason I'm bringing this up is for every woman who listens to this podcast to not make the same mistakes that you and your friends made. So I'll tell you what it was because it was five of us. So Mm -hmm. a group of five women go out, hit the city. We want to just live life, enjoy everything that's going on. We're just exploring, right? And we had been bar bar hopping and we ended up at this hotel, right? We ended up at the Last hotel of the night. I was like, this is the last place we're going to end up. We're at the W, right? Mo. Yeah. DJ Baby Drew. That's DJ. my man. Shout out to DJ Baby Drew. He was DJing that night. Word? Yes. Say less. So he was DJing that night, and I never knew that certain hotels would have a DJ. It's like lit. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He is doing great music. So we go to the bar. The bar has great food, and I was, just, I was surprised, mm-hmm. you know? Cool. This is easy. And I'm content with the rest of the night. I'm like, if our night ends here, cool. We had a, a marvelous night leading up to this. We called a W. Yeah. Yeah. Like, at, the, at, at, the at the W. the W. At yeah. the W. Back. It is almost midnight by this time. And then this man with his wrinkly ass forehead shows up. Hey, wow. ladies. I do. <laughs> that man could put an eye into his forehead. All right. Don't worry about it. He have time. You seem like how Timberland, the back of Timberland, his, his neck is. I've never noticed the back of Timberland's neck. I don't know why you noticed that, but now that I know that you know, like, which nut is bigger, this doesn't surprise me. No, no, so no, no, continue. No. I'm going to show you this right now. I quick, don't though. need to no, see no, Timberland's no, 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 neck. No, 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 yes, you do. I'm from New York, Katie. The only Timberlands I care about are boots. I don't care about what the back of that man's neck look like. What you going to show me this for? Why is so it even relevant to the story? Fine. Holy <laughs> shit. Okay. I got it. I ain't know his neck. Oh, damn. His neck always look like that? Yes. I had no idea. Imagine that on somebody's forehead. That's what his forehead looked like? The first guys, yes. It was like the pug from Men in Black. There we go. That's what you compare it he to. He should look down a lot. <laughs> just saying. Just, you know they got a new little wrinkle spray. Yeah, I didn't know you didn't know. I never knew the I, back of his neck looked like that. Yes. I never knew. Yes. Shout out to Timberland because I might need a beat. No, Timberland's great at what he does. One of the best. That dude, he shows up. And I'm like, I know when a guy is trying to just spit game to beautiful women. Yeah, it's obvious. Yeah. Yeah. But then I was like, sugar daddy status, and I know. Got money. So then I was like, I'm going to let them talk to him. Uh-huh. I didn't want to talk to him. I finished eating my wings. I'm like, bump this. You was eating wings with the friend. Mm-hmm. You was eating wings with the wingman. That's no, the no, intro. No. That's, That's what the, it did. This is What happened? This is before the wingman showed up. Oh, he didn't even show up yet? No. Oh, homie walked over by himself. This is They did a tag team. Oh, I respect it. Oh, are they playing this? You ever seen the original uh, Top Gun? Yes. I just watched it for the first time. Oh, what did you think? I actually enjoyed it. Really okay. good movie because I want to see the new one, but then uh, I was like, let me watch the first one. I haven't one. seen the second one, but I've always I've seen the it's first one. It's a good yeah, movie. It is. But remember the part when they like they were singing to the you know what I mean? Yes. I was like, all right, yeah. You see how you try to yep. so boom. So when they're talking to this man, he's got half of us distracted. Mm-hmm. That's when his buddy pops up. It's like um. surprise. And he pops up on the other side of us. Cause one showed up on the like right hand side. Oh. And then his buddy popped up on the left hand side and made a sandwich out of it. Oh. And that's when he probably was like, you know, rubbed his hands. He's rubbing his hands like thing. that. Yeah. He's like, You ladies are so beautiful. And you know, that I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah. I'll let the girls, because they were eating it up and they bought us drinks. Wow. 
So, of course, if a guy buys you drinks, you're going to entertain them long. I didn't want to entertain it. I'm like, we're done. I want to go home. Right? Three of the women were like, no, let's entertain them. We were outvoted. You guys want to come back to upstairs to our suite? We have a suite. We have liquor. We have how long was How long was it before they went from y'all are beautiful, do you want to come upstairs? About 20 minutes. Wow. With women, it's like you don't leave a woman. Even if you don't want to go with it, you never leave a woman behind. So even though two That's of a good friend? Because I've seen this. I've seen a woman who is on some no, 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 no. And then when she goes, she like, well, then you just better get home safe. So y'all don't consider that a good no, friend? Okay. No. We go upstairs to this suite. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking it's about to be like a two-bedroom suite with this, like, huge floor plan. Like the, the, the penthouse type of suite. It's a suite. Yeah. I walk in. It is about 400 square feet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is half a kitchen. The bed is right there. The kitchen, the, like the kitchen, is the kitchen, the bed, and the sofa, like right there. But and it's it. about fifty people crammed. I see Tom Joyner in the corner. I'm like, yo, y'all, is that Tom Joyner? What is Tom Joyner doing there? It was Uncle Russ. He oh. just looked like Tom Joyner. Oh, uh, so- <laughs> wait, wait. It's certain celebrities. If you got the fake one, there, it's like, all right, I get it. Tom ain't one of them, yo. No. Wait, it's fifty people in this regular ass hotel room. Yes. Wow. And y'all and still went in. It was not too one, late. Not one of y'all said, ah. <laughs> Now they opened the door. And I was like, it's too late. Okay. It's crazy because as soon as we opened the door, another dude was like, here's your drinks. Like, they gave us Hennessy. I was like, well. Of course they did. I was like, well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't give y'all four locos. It was close to it. It oh. was damn near close to four locos. And four locos See? will fuck you up. Or that <laughs> new wine. What's that new wine that's uh, the challenge now? With Tra- the tea. Yeah, the Trevor, yes. Trevor Johnson. <laughs> I don't know the name of that shit. <laughs> Whatever. But if you drinking Trevor Johnson Top wine or something like that, some, some shit like that. But, and everyone there except for one woman who was in the corner, so always corner one. was all Tom Joyner's age. So everybody was in a late fifties, early sixties. Terry Tom Joyner, <laughs> yes. the fuck up, and he's one of the Godfathers of radio. He, he is. Yeah. But imagine you go in a room. And I it's, get it. Oh oh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Morning show. Yeah. That's how I felt. <laughs> I felt like I was in middle school again. <laughs> it was gonna be some prank calls. Like yeah. that's how I felt. <laughs> and oh. all, all of them are looking at us because they're dressed in formal attire. Yeah, we're dressed like club attire. Yeah, and I'm like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. And they're looking at us like, damn it, James. Like whoever brought us in it was, here was like, it was James. <laughs> they was disappointed with him and his friend. <laughs> He's done it again. Like, who the fuck? <laughs> then we get our drinks. Yeah. We migrate towards the did young you, woman. Did y'all make your own drinks? No. Oh my God, I'm doing everything wrong. I know. Y'all let these Tom Joiners flex. <laughs> I don't want to offend anyone <laughs> other than Tom at this point. Make your drinks. Yeah. You already knew something was suspicious downstairs. You let them take you upstairs. They said it was a suite. Nothing was sweet about it. Nope. It's 50 people in here. It's one woman in the corner screaming for help, crying. Yep. And y'all still let somebody make your drinks? Yes. Oh, Lord. So we get our drinks and we migrate towards that one woman that was screaming for help. Yep. And we're like, yo, what's going on? She's like, well, he does this everywhere. I'm like, what? Wow. So she's like, it's our cousin's wedding. Nobody <sighs> was from the city of Atlanta or the state of Georgia. I bet. James, wait till you out of town to pull this shit. And she was like, he does this all the time. I'm shocked that y'all really, like, and we're like, what? And she's like, yeah. So then we just stay with her. And yeah, I stayed with her instead of rescuing we, her. So here's the thing. We stayed over there. They started playing before I let go. Of course. 
before I let go. How else do you trap 50 black people in a room where no one else can fit? (laughs) Nobody starts dancing. Right. (laughs) No one starts dancing. Oh. Even Tom Joyner's still sitting down. You would have started the Soul Train line, but it wasn't room. Knowing you. We made it work. Oh. So then I was like, yo, if we going to be here for like 15 minutes before we escape, we just, we just talk about our plan. I was like, we can leave right now or we can stay for a little bit, take yeah. this one drink and then plan it out. And then one by one, we escape. Right. So then before I let go comes on, I was like, y'all, we got to do the electric slide. It's oh like, no. God. I was like, we got to do it. Listen, y'all don't know Katie. <laughs> Katie will start an electric slide under absolutely any circumstances. She do not care. I've seen it multiple <laughs> times. It is some shit to see. These are facts. All right, go ahead. So then I'm like, y'all, come on, y'all. You make me happy. <laughs> Yo. We start. If you was captured by, like, <laughs> men who told you, y'all are not going to go home, you would be like, well, fuck it. Hey, somebody stand right there. <laughs> and somebody stand right there. Kick the leg. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> you would really do that. We did it. All right. We did it. Mm-hmm. There's no room in there. We made it work. He was elbowing people? Yeah. I know it. It was crazy. But then the older people joined in with us. Yeah. And they started loosening up. Then we did a round of shots. And then after that, we was like, all right, y'all, we got to go. So we planned our escape one by one. We acted like someone had Now y'all like, realize it's mm-hmm. the escape room. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Okay. Hey, we made our escape. You got out. Yeah. Yeah, we made it home safely. You had fun? Yeah. You'll never do that shit again, right? No. Jesus, Lord, thank you. Yeah. Ladies, if uh, you have a friend that's like Katie <laughs> and encouraging you to do some dumb shit like this, <laughs> I don't care if the guy's name is Tom, don't join her. <laughs> nah, nah, who do radio like me? Nah, seriously. All right. Don't worry about it. Shout outs! You might feel a little hopeless and broken, but don't you quit. Cause I swear to God, you probably even closer than you think. Oh man, I right, shout out to my pop, yo. Hey! Yo, my dad is lit. If you don't know, he is currently the EP for Russell Wilson and Sierra. Before that, he would protect the mayor. Before that, he was DPD. And my dad is absolutely amazing at everything he does. And so that's where I was for a couple days this week. I went out there to celebrate my dad. Uh, It was at an event called Honor Our Heroes, where basically they spent the hour giving medals and honors to all of the policemen and just men who uh, served the community and actually risked their lives or sacrificed certain things in order to save the community. And my dad got a whole medal. That's dope. It's amazing. How, how, how do you feel to know that your dad is a hero? So proud, man. I was, like, super proud of my dad. He always comes to my shows and supports me and goes out of his way to let me know how proud he is of everything that I've accomplished. And this was a moment where I got to give it back. And to hear my mom saying, like, yo, all week he didn't even care about this event because he didn't feel like his entire family was going to be there. Mm-hmm. He didn't care. It was like, you know, my son ain't going to be there. It ain't no big of a deal. So when he saw me and he was... If you follow me on Instagram and you saw the story and how wild he went, you know what it meant to him. And it was mm-hmm. it was such an amazing moment, though. But to watch, like, all of the, the these men who literally uh, risked their lives to protect the community, sit there and honor my dad and clap and give him a standing ovation and to watch him walk on the stage and get his medal and to see this video of a story he never told me. 
You know what I mean? I'm sitting so there watching. You, you were blindsided by this story. Hell yeah. It's two men holding guns at each other. They about to kill each other. My dad hop out the whip, hold, pull his gun out. Everybody calm the fuck down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and yeah, man, he got the guy to go off with the gun and then followed him in his car. My dad is driving his car with the door open because he's trying to protect everybody. And at the moment that this dude tried to harm innocent people, my dad had called for backup. Got people there, and they did what they had to do in order to get this man, uh, put this man down. My dad literally, like, did everything that it took to save uh, innocent people, innocent bystanders, which is exactly what police are supposed to do when you hear all of these stories, especially as a black man, about police, of which you don't want to even be next to a police officer Mm -hmm. because you never hear anything good. And to know that my dad is out there doing that kind of work in order to change the narrative and just genuinely risking his life in order to protect people whom he may never even meet. Mm. There's no bigger hero than that. Right. And that's my dad, yo. And I watched him walk up to that stage and accept that award, and I kind of felt in my heart, like, what the fuck my eyes doing? <laughs> they start watering. I'm like, who are you? Hey, hey, I know I ain't no tear about to drop it. You know what I mean? My dad come off the stage and accept his award, and he sits down, and the entire place is erupting in cheers and applause. I said, Dad, how does it feel? And he said, to be honest with you, I got to take a shit. You know? And I said, what? Wait, 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 wait. What? He's going to kill me for saying that. That was his... That's what the man said, Katie. I'm telling you what my experience was. Okay. He don't care. My dad's so humble, he ain't even tell me that story. Mm. I didn't know that story. I said, yo, Pop, well, when was you going to tell me this one, man? Oh, uh, you know. Dad, it was guns out. He was in the shootout. You saving people. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. when, this, this this story to run by me. I run home and tell you when I interviewed somebody from... Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> you out here in the middle Yo, of Dad, shootouts. I, I interview Nene. Today. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> my dad is a whole hero, man. It was a beautiful moment. That's Shout out dope. to my dad. Proud of him. <laughs> On the other end of that, did you see that video of the cops trying to run up the hill and catch these uh, criminals? They were all running up that hill. Yeah. And it was a big-ass hill. And they was, they was like, they started off running, all of them. The criminals, the cops. Not the cops. Nah, it was, they were like literally running. Oh, no. And in the beginning, it was hype. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got like halfway up the hill. <laughs> they, were all, they were walking. <laughs> I've never seen a, a, a high-speed chase no, even that the was suspect? walking. Huh? Even the suspect? No, they were all walking. The suspects were walking. Nah. The cops were walking. Nah. Nah. The dogs were walking. Nah. <laughs> Ain't no way. Look it up. I promise you it's on Twitter. Everybody started walking. The people doing the news filming were walking. (laughs) Everybody's tired. I think they took a break together. They was all bent over on their knees. It looked like football practice. Yo, Katie, I'm dead ass. Look this video up. I will look this up. My dad wasn't one of them. (laughs) That man is a hero. Don't get it twisted. That's somebody else's dad out there. Tied on the hill. Not your dad. That ain't my dad, <laughs> damn it. Right. Who's next? Yo, shout out to Dominique Melonga. I apologize if I'm mispronouncing her name. Mm-hmm. She's not famous yet because she's only 16, but I sent you the video. Yes. It's a 16-year-old future WNBA player. And I sent it to Katie because I was like, this is amazing. Is she like 6'5"? How tall is this woman? She got to be at least like 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, yo. And she did a whoop whoop spin and then... What? Caught the ball, did a zap, zap, zing, zing, spin move, and dunked so effortlessly. Like. To be 16. At 16, and the caption was like, y'all keep talking that shit about uh, women's basketball, but look how much it's progressing. And I was like, 
this is phenomenal, mm-hmm. right? Like, because my whole life of watching the WNBA progress, women could barely dunk. So even if a woman, what was the woman that dunked for the first time? Lisa. Was it Lisa Leslie? Mm-hmm. And then who was behind her? Candace Parker. There you go. So they could squeeze. Mm-hmm. And hold on for a second. You know what I mean? Up, and that was, yeah. But she, like, bang, easy. Super easy. Like, she didn't even try. Mm-mm. Like, I'm pretty sure she can windmill. Mm-hmm. At 16. So it goes to show you where the WNBA and where the future of women's basketball was going. So that's why I sent it to you. I thought it was dope. I thought that was amazing. But then I looked at her. I was like, that she's only 16? Yeah. Like, what are they feeding her? Like, I'm like, what are your parents? Men. Like. <laughs> like Space Jam. They feed her. They feed her. <laughs> They're not feeding her old. Old NBA players. Wait, no. Should you eat Patrick Ewing? (laughs) Nah. Whatever. Yo. (laughs) Yo. Yo. Whatever they feeding her, keep feeding her. She is nice. She fucked Juana man up. Yo. Whoever else wants smoke, bring your ass over here thinking that. Pretend like a woman shit gonna work and get banked on. Yo. She gonna be a problem. 100%. I'm rooting for her. Shout out to her. Who's next? Shout out to Matthew Perry. You heard that Matthew Perry story? Yeah. About how he was talking about he was going to almost die. Yeah, man. And his doctors told him that he wasn't on the right track. Yeah, he was, I guess, so much so uh, in a bad situation with almost dying that he was on 55 Vicodins a day. I thought that was insane. And this was during Friends, during when Friends was being filmed. When it was, like, popping. And 55 a day. That's insane. And he said everyone came around him and helped him through it. His Like, the cast of Friends were actually friends. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's fire. They came together. I think the correlation of it was penguins. Mm-hmm. That was that's the comparison. He, yeah. Penguins were the comparison where, I guess, penguins come together and help one penguin when if one penguin is sick. And that's what they did for him. And I just thought that was amazing. And I'm like, everybody probably has a I almost died story. And that was his. And I just thought it was inspirational. And I have an I almost died story. Do you? No, I don't think so. All right, well, I'll tell mine. But before I tell mine. I have I could have died, but I didn't. Well, give us that then. Give us that. We'll both give our I could have or I almost died stories. But before we do, are we really going to give penguins the credit for being like, the species that actually sticks with one sick penguin, like they that dope. Katie, you've seen them all. you seen happy feet, though? I have not. But are those feet really that happy if they move that slow? He was tap dancing to Stevie Wonder. You, you haven't seen that? You got to see the movie Happy Feet. He was tap dancing to a fraud? <laughs> and you want me to be impressed? We just talked about this, Katie. We just talked about this. That was the wrong- No, that's what you had? That was your ribbon in the sky? Because you seen the that you would know the movie. I didn't see the movie. I just <laughs> know we just like, talked about looking back on. <laughs> Katie, where the, penguins can't go nowhere. It's not like one of them is faster than the other. They all move at the same pace. So if one gets sick, how you know that the rest of them wasn't actually trying to go somewhere else? The sick ones just keep up with them. Where you going? Hey, all right. hey, where you going? Right. Where you going? They talking about penguins stick with each other. They don't have a fucking choice. You know what? 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 Where you gonna go, Kate? You see them all do this shit. Damn it, you right. Where the hell are you gonna go? 
Hey, but, you think if I if I was sick and we moved at the same pace, I'm gonna let y'all go somewhere? I will say that some penguins. What? The male penguins will babysit the egg while the woman goes out and finds the fish. Really? Hmm. Yeah, they could teach lions a lesson. Yeah. But they won't. Nope. Lion eat the shit out that penguin. <laughs> 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 All right. Anyway, this I almost died. I got a few of these, but I'll give one. Yeah, no, God wanted me here. I don't know why. Yeah, I think Fifty Cent story was bad. You destined for greatness. You just now figuring that out, Gator? No, I've known that, (laughs) but don't don't even. Nah, one of them is um, it's in a car, highway, driving. I wasn't driving, but I was riding, and I was uh in the back, and my dude just loses complete control of the car. Car flips over a million times. And I, uh, the way I was sitting, and I didn't wear a seatbelt when I sat in the back, back in those days. My legs, because I was sitting in the middle of the back seat to get more leg room. You know, I'm tall. Mm-hmm. So when the initial impact happened, both my legs went the other way. So when the car rolled over and all that, and I got out the car and I tried to walk, I couldn't walk. Mm-hmm. Couldn't walk at all. But I was drunk. So I thought, eh, it's just a little bit of pain. I'll be fine. And I went home. I didn't go to the hospital or anything like that. Obviously, I'm a little older now. I wouldn't have done that. But I went home. And when I woke up and I tried to get out the bed, I completely collapsed to the ground. Couldn't walk at all. Not even a little bit. I was living with my grandmother at the time. And so I called my grandma. I said, Grandma, I can't walk. And she asked why. And I told her. And she's like, I'm in Jersey. I'm in New York at the time. So I was like, I don't know what to do, but I got to get to a hospital. So I ended up calling a, a cab, and I, she told me that there was a cane in the other room that my great-grandma used to use. Mm-hmm. So I literally crawl to this cane, and I get the cane, and I find a way to get myself downstairs into the cab. And long story short, I get in the cab, I get to the hospital, and they do whatever it is they had to do. And my grandmother ends up getting there, and they tell me in front of my grandmother, which I didn't like, but whatever. Um, that literally, had I got to the hospital 30 minutes or so later, I would have died. I was bleeding internally the entire time from the moment the accident wow. happened to the moment I got to the hospital. So the doctor is like, to my estimation, bro, I don't know how you're even alive, but you had another 30 minutes. You was here for a reason. You were destined. I guess so. I don't know if I ever told you about the time my, my mom saved my life. I don't think so. So you know how, and we've talked about this on the big show, how my mom can, she she knows things, right? She can easily look at a picture about a person and tell you everything she needs to know about that person, right? Accurate, too. But she also has premonitions mm-hmm. to, the, to the point where if my mom has a feeling about something, if my mom tells me not to get on a plane, I will not get on a plane, right? Because yeah. That's how. It's that deep That's how much I trust her. Of course. And the reason why is because she's never been wrong. Right. And it started when I was in elementary. My grandmother wanted to go on a quick road trip from Oklahoma to Alabama. She she wanted to take me with her. It was just going to be my grandmother and I on this trip. Mm-hmm. It's going to be simple. Yeah. But the night before we left, my mom had a dream. And she's like, in this dream, you all get in a car accident. And Katie gets injured. Wow. My grandma's like, no. Why would she? No. No, no, no. My mom's like, I had this dream. I'm going to come with you. My mother was never planning to come on this trip with us. But after she had this dream, she came with us. And my grandmother had a... First of all, your mom a G for not 
trying to make you not go. Mm-hmm. She was just on some, no, you can go. Yeah. But I'm going to be, I'm a be there. You. Yeah, and That's I appreciate that. Yeah. So my mom just tagged along. My grandma was like, all right, cool. So we tagged along. And my grandmother drove a Jeep halfway on our road trip. I wanted to lay down and go to sleep. Mm-hmm. My grandma was like, you can lay down in the back seat and just, you don't have to have your seatbelt on. You just lay across the seat. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, put your seatbelt on. My grandma was like, she doesn't need her seatbelt on. It's going to restrict her for how she's laying. I was like, no, I put my seatbelt on. Ten minutes later, boom. No way. A 18-wheeler. Wow. Hit us from behind. Holy shit. Hit the car so hard that we flipped into the woods. Yo. And rolled over and rolled. My mom and my gr- my grandmother were in the front in passenger seat. Of course, yeah. they had the seatbelt on. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have my seatbelt on, I would have been projected from the car. Um, what you mean you didn't have a I almost died story? That, that, <laughs> like, what are you talking yeah. about? It qualifies, <laughs> Katie. That's, that's exactly what I was looking for. But yeah, I would have been projected from the car, but because my mom had that dream and had me put my seatbelt on. Wow. Praise to your mother, yo. Man. Yo, let me tell you something. Your mom ever see something about me. Hey, you better uh, listen. 100%. I don't care what it is, too. But that seatbelt was the only thing that saved my life. Amen. And my mom being there. It's a blessing to have a good mother. Mm-hmm. It's literally a lifesaver. Who's next? All right, let's get down to business. All right, we got to talk about this Noriega shit. <sighs> it's almost like I don't even want to do the recap because at this point, if you don't know, I don't know where you've been. But Kanye is out here kanye in and... What we've said on In The Moment, we are not going to Kanye-tate anymore. And we're not, because this is not about him. But he's obviously gone from platform to platform to platform to spew his hate. He's on with Piers Morgan and some other people. But the most important thing that I feel like we have to touch on on this platform is the fact that he was on Drink Champs with Noriega, a retired rapper who now has a top three podcast in the urban community. Mm Mm-hmm. It's obviously important, at least to me, that if you have a podcast, especially one of this caliber where we are one of the more prominent podcasts in the urban world, have to hold each other accountable. I don't run from shit, so let's talk about it. I like Noriega Mm -hmm. a lot. I always have. I've met him a few times. Each time he's been a good man to me, so this is not personal at all. I just feel like I have to give my opinion on it, and my opinion is not necessarily a good one. Noriega from Drink Champs decided to have Kanye on his platform, and Kanye said a lot of bullshit. One of the things that I think were the most important was, basically, he commented on the death of George Floyd. And, well, that's important, because George Floyd is a martyr at this point. He's someone who lost his life And it wasn't in vain because it became a death that literally propelled a movement, a necessary movement for the black community. Mm -hmm. And for that reason, he's a hero. Kanye said that the way that he died wasn't the way that we all watched him die. And I'll leave it there because I'm not going to repeat Kanye's actual statement and then nori went on uh the breakfast club and hot 97 to explain himself and apologize for the fact that he had kanye on his platform to give this bullshit opinion 
And if I'm going to be completely honest, uh, I think it's bullshit. I do. Absolutely. I really do, Katie. Because, uh, number one, why would you bring Kanye in at a time like this, right? You know why. Views. Exactly. Clicks. You Cloud. know who's the hot commodity? Who's the hot topic that people are going to join in to see what does he say now? What is it now? They're going to join in to see what Kanye says now because we already know Kanye is going to say something outrageous. You know? Mm-hmm. We and know that's what he's going to do. And it pisses me off for so many reasons because, for one, Nori, you don't need it. Mm-mm. You drink champs. Stop popping, bro. He had Patty LaBelle. What are you talking about? Like, you get anybody. You can go out there and practically get anybody at this point. And I make jokes on this platform about how if you consider three of the top urban podcasts in the world, which right now are Joe Button, Nori, a million dollars worth of game, Mm -hmm. they can't do it without guests. I joke about that. Mm -hmm. We do it without guests. Right. So you can get anybody, but you ain't got Kanye. Your first interview with Kanye was a classic. I give it to you. You didn't need it. That's number one. Number two, you knew what he was on when you brought him in there. Absolutely. You knew that he was going to say something that was outrageous. You knew. Number three, you sat him down. He started the interview with that George Floyd bullshit. You offered no pushback. Zero. You didn't say nothing. Not a word. Oh, your response was, I didn't want it to be like the baby situation with the breakfast club. First of all, if you really in this for clicks and views, which obviously you are, that would have been way more respectable and probably got more clicks and views if you would have said, yo, he ain't doing that here. Yep. You want to talk about your album? You want to talk about some other shit? We could do that. You, you even want to talk about all this other bullshit you want to talk about. We ain't talking about George Floyd and his family, bro. We're not doing that here. Have some nuts. The ones that was hanging out the shorts. I hate this era of podcasting because we take a lot of heat for really being genuine on this platform, right? Like, that's something you have to consider when you are podcasting at this level. Mm -hmm. If you're going to come in here and be honest and be genuine and really be about your business and give people your heart, well, when they love you, they love you. Right. But when they talk shit about you or they hate you, it's personal now because you are really talking about me genuinely giving myself and being vulnerable, which Mm -hmm. everybody on these podcast platforms are not doing. Right. Now you have the proof. Look at here. So you sat there and you let those comments fly, knowing that there's a whole family out here that's dealing with this. Mm -hmm. There's a whole community out here that's trying to change some shit on the back of the unfortunate demise of a man who lost his life in order for the community to be better. And here you go. You just want to get six million clicks on YouTube. But you let all that happen. You could edit it. You could not release it like the shop did. Yeah, I was about to say. Because yeah. they on HBO. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if it was the shop who did that. I hope it was. I, I, I hope it was. I, I want to think that it was. I do too. But I guarantee you, if it wasn't them, it was somebody at HBO who said, no. Skirt. Nah. Skirt. That ain't going to fly. So obviously you don't have nobody in that room to say, no. He said, oh, but we got Jewish people in the room. Cool. If they thought that that part about how he was hating on the Jewish people were cool, well, I can't comment on that because I'm not Jewish. But I can comment on the black side of it. I don't know how black people was in that room and thought that was cool. Oh, we don't edit nothing. We not 
think champs, we drink champs. <laughs> <laughs> then what you apologizing for? See, I don't like that kind of apology that's like, I'm sorry, but I'm not Halfway, sorry. Halfway, kind of. You know what I mean? I'm is you sorry to, or is you not sorry? I'm trying to appease yeah. the people who I may lose. Exactly. The audience I may lose because I didn't think that people would be so upset about it. But now that you're upset, I'm sorry. No, no, come back. Don't, don't, don't. Bingo. Don't no, write me off. Because within the three days or so where this was done and it was put out, he wasn't sorry. No. He was bragging about it. Oh, my God. Yep. Posting pictures. Look at us. We got Kanye. We got this. We got that. You ain't say nothing about what was coming until all of a sudden, little clip hit the shade room. And then people blow you up. Yep. Like, why would you do this? What's this shit about? Now, all of a sudden, you on every platform that'll welcome you. Well, here's what happened. No. We know what happened, my guy. Exactly. Same way we know what happened in George Floyd's situation. We watched it. We saw it. This video. Recorded. I hate this era of podcasting. I do. Because why? Everybody is Mm -hmm. so into clout Mm -hmm. and clicks. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't know how to play that game. Like, we can't come in here and say the most outlandish shit ever and then put a little cute title on it and then put it out there and watch it go crazy in order to get 200 more people to listen to you. Some of us have morals. Mm. Integrity. Oh. Shit like that. Really? Wow. We do? Yeah, you. I don't know why at this point. Like, what the... I'm so disappointed. Mm -hmm. You know what you were doing? You actually sat there, let him say that, put it out, bragged about it. Absolutely. And then all of a sudden, a few people said, this is wild. You're like, whoa. Whoa, hey, hey, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's sitting there talking shit about Diddy. Mm -hmm. Need I remind you? Because Revolt owns his podcast. Who owns Revolt? Diddy. You guessed it. And you let that fly. I mean, bring Kanye in if you choose, but have some balls when you do it. And then you claim that's your friend. Kanye stood on that platform and said he named his kid after Noriega. I saw it. Wait, I missed that part. It happened. No, no, he didn't. Yes. No, he didn't. Yes. Watch the first interview. That's your friend. That's that's practically family now. I'm not, first of all. Oh, man, it's so bad. I'm not naming my child after you. Okay. Me? You talking about me? Yeah. Why? I'm just telling you. Why not? I don't understand. Just in general. I'm just telling what you. Mean? you don't think, is it my name or is it me? Which one is it? It's the name. Oh. I don't like Maurice. That's my uncle's name, too. Well, that's your, your beef now is with my mom. It's not with me. I, I name know, myself. I know, but, you, but I'm just letting you know that I wouldn't. Oh. Maybe Glenn. Oh. The Glenn? Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll take Glenn. I mean, I'll, I'll take, take the Glenn part. I would have. I don't know if I would name my son Katie. Okay. I get it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm mad. Like, at what point? Because we just talked about this, Katie. At what point do we start looking out for one another? Right. Right? Like, if I go crazy in here, I know you're going to be the first person to go, hey, we ain't releasing that shit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, yo, that's not going to fly. Like, I see where you're coming from, but that ain't it. Mm-hmm. No, that's actually happened. So <laughs> yeah. we don't even have to speak hypothetically. Like, I was like, yo, you know, I cut this out because <laughs> quite, quite a few times, actually. I came in and told, I was a little too honest with y'all. Katie's like, yeah, get it off. But nope, <laughs> that's not going to make it. Not today. <laughs> like, what are we doing? That's supposed to be your man. Step in front of that. Like, you don't care about anything. 
at that point. You don't care about him. You don't care about you. You don't care about your platform. You don't care about black people. You don't care about the community. You don't care about shit but some fucking views. That's corny, in my humble opinion. That's how I feel. So what did the family of George Floyd do? Exactly what they should have. Sued. Yep. Oh, how much did Alex Jones just get? <laughs> Nearly a billion. Well, wait till you get a load of this one. Mm. And I hope they don't stop it, Kanye. Right. I want now. Nah, I want Nori, mm. Drink Champs, Revolt. Everyone who was responsible? That makes sense. Everyone who was a part of that. All of them. Mm. Everybody who has something to do with that shit hitting YouTube, because y'all playing with a legacy now. Y'all playing with a whole generation of change. Mm -hmm. Y'all playing with too much. I hope you got the billions you say you got. You don't need them. Because I seen what Alex Jones just went through. They set the precedent over there. You want to keep up with the Joneses, huh? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope Jesus could walk like Giselle can. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No? Not, re not real Jesus, I, I, though. No, because no, no. no, it, so, it was Tom Brady. I know, I know. Because I'm on her side. I knew the No, because I got to be clear after yeah. the joke. <laughs> yeah, you I know. know you know. I, they don't. I, I, oh, you They'll right. take this little clip right here and go, I told you. <laughs> he hates women. <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree with it, Katie. Nah, same. I respect Nori. Respect what they doing over there, but I don't agree with it. And then saying I, I was drunk, that ain't a good enough excuse, my guy. No. We know you were drunk. It's called drink champs. You don't have to tell us that part. That's a, that's we're a, aware. That's a gimmick. Right, exactly. But you don't, it's not live. So you sobered up before you put that shit out, right? Mm -hmm. You got an editing team that's sober. It was like, oh, this would be great. Oh, my who God. Do, Are you kidding me? I'm firing everybody that's a part of the team for letting that go out. Ain't one person in here brave enough. Ain't no one person in here got their nuts outside their shorts enough to tell me, Mo, no. Not one. Nah, you Tyler Perry. Damn. Because he fired everybody. No, I would never have black women here on set looking like that. Oh. All right. Don't worry about it. All right. Did I make my point? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Who's next? All right. So Usher is out here on stage. Serenading Issa Rae. Yo, Issa was loving it. Who is a black, beautiful, talented queen who happens to be married. And here go Usher disgusting ass. <laughs> Just roller skating on her. <laughs> Just, ooh. Katie, I've come in here a million times and said, yo, y'all know I don't do that celebrity shit, so I don't want to hear none of that. Oh, it was Usher. I don't care. Did you see Issa's face? Oh, Issa cheating. Yes. That's I what it is. <laughs> Issa infidelity. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You think you coming home after you was trending? All right. Why she was looking at him like that? She was just reliving her childhood. I bet. It looked like it. Of of the great times of Usher. Usher back make in the day. me want to lead the one I'm with. Stuttering. No, it's a situation, Katie. Stop. Oh, you can know All right. Stop. No, because I'm passionate about this. I don't give a fuck about that Nori shit, but this. Nah. If you say it's to something else. Yeah, right, I'm done. Explain this shit to me, Katie. What's going on? All right. Now, look. Usher, been, he's been doing his thing in his residency out in Vegas, and he has been putting on a great show, and every show has not been the same as the one before, okay? Mm-hmm. 
Issa just wanted to show up for a show. Yeah. You know, because Usher is a damn icon, All right? right? Yeah. She just wanted to show up for a show. She yeah. didn't know she was going to be pulled up on stage. Mm-hmm. She didn't know Usher's going to be like, Issa, Ray, come here. Mm-hmm. She didn't know. Well, it's a murder if you go up there. And, go ahead. I'm sorry. You said not one more. I'm sorry. <laughs> that shit slipped. So she wasn't prepared mm-hmm. for him to get up there and start serenading her drawers off. Yeah. She wasn't prepared for that. Should have kept them drawers on, though. Should have tugged at them. It, Katie. It doesn't mean she loves her husband any less. So you telling me that it's okay. That's what you telling me. It's okay to take your ass up on that stage as a married woman and gaze into the eyes of a man who can skate and sing that damn well and got earrings in the middle of his snares and do all of that in front of the whole world and then go back to your little husband that can't sing a fucking lick? If you are a secure man in your relationship. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we say. All right. Then you know that no matter what Usher sings to her, she going to come back to you because she loves you for you. No. I don't know that because I I don't care if she's coming back to me or not. In fact, she's not coming back to me if she ever takes her ass on that stage and drops her drawers for an R&B individual. I'm telling you right now. So you mean to tell me you go to the Super Bowl, right? The Cowboys going to make the Super Bowl. You damn right we are. Right? Mm -hmm. And you're going to the Super Bowl without a shot of a doubt. I ain't they gonna treat me like they did Kevin Hart at the Eagles Super Bowl either. No, Just they, that out they won't That's do a that. Side note, but go ahead. But Rihanna is performing at Ooh, this year's Super that's Bowl. That's my bet. Ba- oh, shit. At the Super Bowl. Yeah. She says, Mo. Mm-hmm. She pulls you up as mm-hmm. her man Ooh. of choice. Me? On a stage. It's me? Yeah, it's oh, you. Shit. All right. And start yeah. singing to you. What she said? What she singing? She's singing everything. You need Ooh, all that, sh- all Damn. of that shit, right? Yeah, Needed me, everything, Ooh. right? Yeah, I did, I did. I did. But by that time, you're actually in a relationship. Oh, with who? It's Beyonce. Ashanti. <laughs> oh, oh. Who is it? No, 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 Lala? no. Who it's a that? woman. It's just a regular woman. Oh, like Issa. We don't know who Issa's really married to. We don't oh. know who this man oh, is. Oh, it's a regular. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you married to a regular woman. Yeah. I mean, or I not be- even married. That's your, just your girlfriend, I whatever. Got a decision to make, don't I? Okay. You want me to be honest? Uh, oh. I'm be honest. You're not going to go back. Oh. I'm not going on that stage. I know that sounds crazy. In no way. We just talked about not letting Jamie Foxx in because of RSVP. That's different. Are you serious? That's different. You're not going to get up to the stage. That's You're different. not. If Re- Rihanna is pulling you on stage. Different. You've seen me pull women on stage at my comedy shows. Yeah. I'm not doing that, Mary. Just not even I'm married. Just, that's just I me. Back. I took. It, I said she not married, married, right? Yo, Issa's married. Yeah. So then we talking married? Okay, married. If you out here dating, I don't give a fuck. Take go up there, take your clothes off, do what you want. Married? You not gonna get on the stage? Hell no, nah, I ain't doing that to my wife, man. You crazy? Ain't no way. Oh, ain't no way. Hmm. My baby not pulling me on stage. What I'm going up on the stage for? I pay for some tickets to sit in the seat and watch you go off. Do your thing. Don't pull me up there, cause I'm gonna lose my marriage. Because if you think these pants ain't coming off and it's going to be nuts out, Katie, then you got me fucked up. So it's, no, I'm not, I'm, I don't, no, don't, no, 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 Re. No, take your ass over to the left side. No. No, I don't like that. You ever been in a relationship with somebody? Probably not because we've talked about this in the past, but let's talk about it again. Where they are a little bit just too uh, into someone else, celebrity or not, you know I don't oh. care. To the point where it's a little unattractive. I done dated somebody was yelling Usher's name loud as hell right next to my ear. She loved Bad Bunny. See? And it wasn't a little unattractive to you? Like, damn, you're a little too into this dude. Yeah, by that time we was done. So I'm not tripping? Because remember, we talked about this before. I know a lot of people think, oh, it's a celebrity. Oh, it's so unobtainable. Oh, it don't matter. 
And then some people are telling me, Mo, it's different because you a celebrity now. No, I was like this before. None mm-hmm. of that matters. If I'm dating you and you at the table talking about a celebrity like you really want to date them, I'm trying to figure out why you here. Because mm-hmm. remember, I told you the story about I was at the table. This girl was going off about Trey Songs in front of her man. I thought it was disrespectful. He didn't think it was nothing. Three years later, she slept with Trey Songs, and that's why they got a divorce. If you think you your girl is only talking about Trey Songs because he's unattainable, I'm be the first person Ooh. to tell you. Oh, that boy Trey, very attainable. That's why his name Trey. Everybody eating off that shit. Did it again. It's a Trey. Okay? And now it's a pupusa. <laughs> nah, y'all keep playing with this. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, it's just Michael B. John. Okay. Okay. Until the Bulls are in town. <laughs> then it's. Stop. Stop. Stop all of this. Stop all of it. I don't care, Katie. I don't care. I'm not, I've right. never been with none of that. Right. Why are you on stage holding this man's hands while he's sitting there talking about, you made me want to lead the butt up with, I bet. Nah, yo. Start a new relationship. Yeah, and, 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 of all people, Usher. You seen the Boondocks episode? Know what it was about? Usher stealing somebody girl, wasn't it? Yeah. Y'all keep acting like Usher ain't toxic. And let me be very, very, very clear. Love Usher. Mm-hmm. Icon. Mm-hmm. A Chris Brown guy first. Don't mean nothing. Don't I think mean. Usher is him. He put him on stage too, though. Usher is him. I am not a hater. Just a realist. Mm. You ain't seen none of them song titles? We talked about this, Katie. Mm. It's all toxic now. Last time we heard from Usher, we already did some noise. He was in love with bad habits. He'd been in love with bad habits his whole career. Got a song called, yeah. That's how you get an STD. You got to learn how to say No. You want to make love in this club? You nasty summer. Ma- in the club, Katie? Beyonce was on that. Don't. Most of them wait to get her into the hotel room. You maybe want to leave the one I'm with? You don't even like the girl you got. Burn? Do I have to explain that one? No. I bet I don't. Okay. My boo? There's always that one person who will always have my heart. Move on. That's why you in these bad habits. That's your problem. She wanted my way. You selfish <laughs> son of a bitch. That's my jam. I bet it That's is. That's my jam. Now nah, I'm going to keep going. Come on. What about Lil Freak? How does that help? Okay. How does that help, Katie? I don't. I don't. He don't even want a big freak. Hot toddy? Hot toddy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which is another song where he put God in the title <laughs> where he was thinking about loving her down. <laughs> yeah. Am I wrong yet? No. No. No, I'm not. At all. You know what he wanted to be? What? A groupie. <laughs> I'll be your groupie, baby. I bet you will. No else is groupie, Katie. What? Asa. That's who else. Wow, she's married. So this is why he said, call me the Mac? Yep. Lovers and friends. Oh. <laughs> so you freaking your friends. <laughs> oh, shit. You can't even have a friend in a club. <laughs> nice and slow. Oh. Tell me what you want to do. Yeah. It's 7 o'clock. On a dock. I just got home. <laughs> Most people get off at 5. It's traffic. <laughs> you can't wait. Where are we going? <laughs> a real man waits at 8. <laughs> you sick son of a bitch. Katie, you don't have to call? I bet. After the night. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> she don't even have to call, Katie. After the climax. <laughs> no. This man got a song called Let Me See. Now, if that ain't the most perverted shit, and it's spelled L-E-M-M-E-S-E-E. And he was saying that. He was like, let me see. You see, oh, now you turning around. You, man, man got a song called Sesame Street. What it's made for, Katie? Oh, that's what it's made Yeah, but what it's made that's for. That's what it's... Uh, huh? Why that man got a whole album called Confessions? Well, you know. No, I don't know. Tell me. What? Got a song called You Remind Me. Of a girl that he... Oh. Yeah, you know who else got a song that remind him of something? Yeah, y'all don't like him no more. Oh. Oh, but he ain't have it as bad as Usher. Cause he, I know. You see, cause you got, got, you got, you got, you got now I'm killing it. Hey, <laughs> All right, let me chill. Cause Usher's going to think I really don't like him. <laughs> is he jokes? I'm joking. I'm joking. It's not It's not personal, but it is. Cause I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause this, this girl I liked. <laughs> nah. Nah, she's playing with my heart, Katie. Come on. Usher! You playing with me? All right, never mind. Don't worry about it. Who's next? <laughs> Who's next? Are you mad or no? Jalen Rose. Katie, you know who Jalen Rose is? Basketball player. Yep. Mm-hmm. Retired mm-hmm. on ESPN now. Mm-hmm. All right, so, hmm. We're going to get a little deep here. You want to get deep? Can we get deep? Let's get deep. All right. Jalen Rose uh, went viral this week due to his sister, who basically was putting him on blast because... He was in a house where his mom used to live. And she passed away some time ago. And I guess his sister was still sitting there and he was calling her a squatter. And so she was filming him going around the house and she put it on Instagram and said, this man is trying to kick me out of the house where me and my mom resided. And he's not the guy that he claims to be whatever, whatever, whatever. Some people were like, oh, that's foul. He's kicking his sister out. I looked a little deeper into it and saw it how some other people saw it of, well, I don't know their relationship, but how long has she been there? You know, um, has she paid rent? She looked like she's in her 40s, 50s. You know, if you're in Jalen Rose's position where you make it to the NBA, well, how long are you supposed to give someone free rent, even if it is your sister or your mom or whatever? Sweet Pea Whitaker, rest in peace, one of the best boxers of all time had this situation where he kicked his own mom out of the house. And I won't comment on that because the man is not here anymore. And that's his mom. However, I remember it being viral news, right? Like you see this with uh, some of these men who have been fortunate enough to become millionaires, multimillionaires, whatever the case. And they have these situations with their family and watching it from afar. It's like, how could you do that? But if I'm being completely honest, Oh, I've been asked for money a lot more than I would like to have been asked for money from a lot of people who didn't raise me, I didn't raise them, and we didn't grow up together. It's a difficult situation, and I'll go into why if I have to, but before I do, how do you feel about situations like this? There's so many factors, right? So if he's doing this to his sister, I think it depends on your family dynamic, right? Because if it's my family and say it's my brother or whatever, you know, I'm not going to do that, right? But but that's because of how I feel personally about how my family works, right? Ever, though? You got to consider ever, right? Initially, I would say I would not do that. Right. Me too. I'm with you. But at the same time, I know that 
um, lines can get blurred with family. If a family member is living in a house that I still pay the mortgage on, mm-hmm. right? Or mm-hmm. if I live in a house that a family member still pays the mortgage on, I'm going to create a contract. If you're helping your family members out, mm-hmm. you have to remember that there's also a business side involved in it, especially right. when it comes to that or something with rent. And you can't. Because I know someone who their their closest family member was letting them live in the house with them. But when things went sideways and they didn't agree, that family member who owned that house pulled out a gun on the family member. It was like, get out of my house. Mm. Just because. Yeah. You know, because yeah. they got tired of whatever it was. Taking you know? advantage of it. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a tough line when it comes to family. It's It's like this weird line of how far will I go to help you and how far will I go where I don't want to be taken advantage of by you? Like, what do I need to do to protect myself and vice versa? That it's it's hard depending on how much you love that family member. Right. I completely agree with you. Let me start there. What I've learned about being in a position where a few people think you have a little bit, um, I'm going to be a little transparent here. It's a tough situation. And to be honest with you, when I wasn't in this position, I used to look at it from a whole different lens of that's your sister, that's your mom, that's your dad, that's your best friend. How could you not help? But what happens is you get there and it starts to overwhelm you a little bit because you become responsible for people whom you don't understand why you're responsible for them. Mm. Now, in my experience... The people who I believe have absolutely every right to ask me for money anytime they need it, never do. For whatever reason. And again, the people who raised you, the people who you raised, or the people who grew up with you, they don't ask. Mm -hmm. For me. But there's this sense of entitlement that comes from a whole lot of people who don't fit that criteria. And... I hate it because the relationship changes immediately once they ask you. Regardless, the moment that somebody decides to say, especially, and it's just my opinion, if it's another grown man whom you know the way they live their life. You understand? Mm -hmm. Like, the moment they ask, whatever you say, it becomes a problem. Because if I say no then they kind of get an attitude with you, which bothers me. Because why am I obligated to give you something? You're not. You know, now you you don't hit me up as much. The relationship is awkward. So even the ask comes with something. Mm-hmm. So you got really, really need it before you ask it because now you're about to change our relationship. And if I say yes, well, then now I have to put myself in the mindset of whatever money I'm giving you, I have to prepare myself to never get it back. Right? Because any money you lend out, you have to know that it's that's probably not coming back. Because mm-hmm. if I do want it back, then now I got to chase you a lot of the time to get my money. And that's going to change our relationship. So the moment you decide to ask, we will probably be in a whole new situation as far as how our relationship is forever, regardless of what I say. So I'm already in an awkward position. I think another thing that people don't consider is you're not the only person asking. Usually, if you're the guy or the woman that's successful in your family circle, it's more than one person asking. 
right? It's three heads, five days, 3,000 heads, 10,000 heads, 5,000 heads. At some point, you like, yo. Wait a minute. I got my own shit going on. Mm-hmm. You know? And then sometimes life will fuck somebody up. I'm, I'm always here to help for that, right? God forbid your house burns down or something. You can't control that. Now you're starting from rock bottom on. Oh, I need a little bit of help. I give you all the help you need, right? But there are certain situations when that's not what happens. You watch people make life decisions that go against them actually being okay, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I've told you, don't, don't have kids with that person. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't mm-hmm. do that at that job. You know, believe in yourself. Take this leap. You give them the advice, all the advice in the world. You don't do that. Nah, I do this. Nah, I don't do that. And they don't listen. They do all the opposite. And they find themselves in a position where they stuck now and they come to you and go, hey, I didn't make really good decisions, but you made all the best decisions in the world and you've worked your ass off and you believed in yourself and you took the leaps and you left a woman that it was hard to leave and you went for the job that you didn't think you'd get. You did all of that. Hey, let me borrow some of that. How's that fair? And if I say no, now I'm a bad person? But I watched you make these bad decisions. The entire time. I don't understand that. Because, again, I'm the guy who, I've been broke. You know what I did? Slept in my car. I didn't even ask my grandmother for money. I slept in my car. Homeless. Way too prideful as a grown man to ask somebody for money. Even my grandmother. Even my parents. Even my sisters. Even my best friends. I'm not doing that. I went and did things I should have never did. Sacrificed my life before I was just out here just asking for something. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that to say I'm better than anybody else. I'm just saying that my mindset was always, I'm my responsibility. And no one else's. And no one else's. Not even my parents. I will figure it out. I will go down all the way to wherever I got to go before I come to you and say, hey, yo, you should give me your hard-earned money or I don't really like you anymore. Because that's another aspect of it. If I'm being honest, every person that's asked me for money, if I gave it to them, they never gave it back. And now we're not cool. And if I didn't give it to them, I said no. And now we're not cool. <laughs> you know how many times somebody's asked me for money and I had to say no? Because I'm like, I don't do this anymore. I can't. I'm sorry. And then I don't hear from them anymore? Mm. Damn, so were we ever friends? No. Like, what were we then? Convenient. You know? So then you start to question shit. And it sucks. Because I also think to myself, well, where was I on your priority list? Like, the next person that asked me for money, I'm going to ask for their list. Because, mm-hmm. like, what number was I? <laughs> oh, wait, who did you go through first? You know what I mean? Like, you, so you mean to tell me you went through your parents? You went through your, your, your husband, your wife, your baby mother, your baby daddy, your kids, your best friend, the guy you work with, the little celebrity you met one time at Olive Garden? Like, you went through all of them? <laughs> like, how, like, at what point did you land on me? Because, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I don't see how I'm on your list like that. That's how you got to me. I had somebody that I used to work with, Katie, no lie, like 10 years ago. Asked me for money. I ain't even spoke to him that much. I spoke to him like maybe five times in 10 years. Well, well wait a minute now. How you get to me? And we not even close. Huh. I've had family members hit me up and ask me for money and then ask me how I was doing. Yo, I hate to do this, but you got... First of all, you don't hate to do it because you did it. Second of all, hey, yo, like, ask me how my day is doing. At least pretend to give a shit about me before you ask me for something. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. what do I get back? You ain't going to give me interest. Right? I, I told one person, hey, I'll get it to you, but I'm going to need some interest. Why would I ask to borrow it if I got to do that? Are you serious? I'm dead serious. What? I'm dead serious. You're, you're, it's like from a bank. A bank you would have to. Right, That's what right. he said. He said, I might as well go to a bank for that. Then go to the I bank. told him I agree with you. <laughs> like, and I'm, like and it, but it hurt me. I'm telling jokes, but it really hurt me. Because I'm like, damn. I thought we were like, like that. I had somebody I got a job for. I think you know that situation. Job was paying $50 an hour. And they told me, I don't know if I want to move out there for that. But then they asked me for money. Huh? Mm-hmm. One of my favorites is, hey, I get it right back. I promise you, I get it right back to you. Well, if you get it right back to me. You can get it right for yourself. The fuck you asking me for? <laughs> then just go do the get it right back part. You can't get it right back. I've been broke before. It's a process. <laughs> I know how long it takes. Mm-hmm. And with my ambition, it took a couple years. With yours, it's going to take 40. <laughs> I'm no fool. And it sucks because I want to help. But sometimes it's like these people that ask don't need money. They need purpose, ambition, work ethic, know-how. They need all that other shit. The money is a temporary fix for a permanent problem. And I'll be like, I feel like, damn, I want to help you so bad because that's what I do. Anybody that tell you, you around me, I'm somewhere, I'm giving money out. If I'm in another country, here, 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 here. Because if you blessed and you're not blessing, then what you doing with the blessing? Mm -hmm. At the same time, it's like I look at it. Like, if you not doing what you need to do or don't care to do what you need to do and you're in a financial struggle because of the decisions you've made, not because life is kicking your ass, because of the decisions you have made, you have a problem. But the moment you ask me for money and I give it to you and I got to chase you for it, now we have a problem. And I've gotten to the point in my life where I don't want problems. Mm-hmm. I want friends. Without the problems. That's it. Mm-hmm. So it hurts because I never know which way to go. But I'm shocked, to be honest, by how, and fuck my situation, the Jalen Roses of the world are 10 times more than what I can experience. That man talking millions and millions and millions, right? Shaq, he helping everybody in Walmart. Imagine what his family's asking him for. Mm. At what point is, like, sis... And I don't know that this is Jalen Rose's situation. I'm just saying. At what point is it, sis, I love you. We grew up together. I got your back forever. But I paid your rent for 30 years. That's all I can do. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're 50 now. You got to go get your own shit. I mean, is he wrong for that? I don't he, know that I can no, say he is. I, he's not. Um... Because when you do what you do, you know, for your family, it's cool. But for someone who wants more in life or wants whatever, greed, if you come from a sense of wanting things out of greed, nothing that someone does for you will ever be enough. It's a revolving door the moment you do it. Mm -hmm. And the moment you don't, all of a sudden, you're not a good person. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's the reality. Who's next? All right, tweet of the week. Tweet, tweet. This is a threat. I'm going to read a couple of these. Lady said, ladies, what's the wildest lie a man ever told you? Want to hear some of the lies, Katie? Mm-hmm. One woman said, I caught him with a hickey on his neck, and he looked me dead in the eye and said, you know my chain is fake. Bruh. No. <laughs> woman said, 
caught him standing behind another girl with his arms wrapped around her waist in the middle of a festival crowd, and he said he was helping her stand up because she had MS. Bruh. All right. All right. That was actually a little... He tried, but all right. Caught my ex in a room with another girl. He told me my eyes were deceiving me. Who are you going to believe, me or your imagination? Bruh. Somebody said it must have been a Pisces. Whoa. I'm just telling you I'm just telling you what it said, Katie. Somebody said he lied about being in his 20s, but he was 35. I was only 20. His 8-year-old was actually 16. Told me his baby mama lived out of state, but they lived together. She was also pregnant. Found out the day before Valentine's Day in 2019 because she called me from five different numbers. Bruh. What? Yep, that happened. Caught my husband texting someone else while I was in delivery. Told this girl he was at home reading a book, not at the hospital with his wife, about to give birth to his firstborn. Bruh. Told me he was adopting a baby because I didn't want to have a baby with him. Obviously, I didn't believe it, but he was very serious, only to find out he's been married for almost three years and his wife was about to give birth that week. Bruh. Ooh. Damn. I came to his place and someone else was flushing the toilet in the bathroom while he was changing the sheets that had wet stains on him. He told me he had peed on his bed and that he just bought a dog who learned how to use the toilet like a person. That dog was his fiance. Bruh. He told me he was going on vacation for a couple of weeks. Mm. He was actually getting married and going on his honeymoon. Bruh. Someone said, sounds like a vacation to me. I knew he was a catfish, but when I was bored, I would just play along. So I got a text from his quote-unquote bro saying he'd been hit by a semi and was in a coma. The next day he texted me. I was like, I thought you was in a coma. He was like, I got hit on my left side, but I'm right-handed. Bruh. All right. Convinced me he had roommates that he kept referring to as the people I live with whole time. He stayed with his baby mama, her, and the child, and the roommates. Bruh. Had a guy tell me couldn't have gotten her pregnant because we had sex in the pool. You can't get pregnant from having sex in the pool. Bruh. For weeks, he had me driving around this girl who was six months pregnant and saying it was his quote-unquote sister. Turns out it was, it was his very pregnant baby mama. Then he had the audacity after I broke it off with him to ask me to take her to the appointments. Okay. Bruh. The audacity. One guy told me him cheating was an April Fool's prank. Bruh. No. He told me he was a nurse. Whole time he cleaned the hospital rooms. And I believed him because he wore scrubs. But it didn't click that he didn't have a car and no furniture. And it turns out the scrubs he were wearing, he stole from a coworker. Bruh. There's a million more of those. What? Yeah. I, you know, it, it goes back to the last episode we did where we were talking about your woman kept catching you, right? Yeah. After someone has bit off your dick. What lie you gonna tell? Remember that? I do. You was like, this is the lie I would tell. Yeah. That's the type of... Oh, you gonna put me in here with this shit? That's what you're gonna do, Katie? My lie was really do? good. A raccoon did it. Now, you okay. said it was because of strippers and, See? you know, raccoon. I was gonna <laughs> stop, but now I'm gonna give you two more because you're playing with me. You think that I'm actually in this thread. He told me that his parents were murdered by the militia when he was 12 years old and he had no family. I married him and later found out from his mistress who had recently had an abortion that his parents were alive and well. Dad had four wives and a bunch of kids. Bruh. Now that kind of lie, Katie, don't play with me like oh, no, that. Okay, that was no, I ain't done. Okay. No, because you done went somewhere. Right. He told me my son's father told me he had lung and prostate cancer after I said I was done for the 1500th time on Christmas Eve, mind you, and let me believe it for months until the math stopped mathing and I started asking for more questions. Then it was, oh, they made a mistake. It was just bronchitis. Bruh. Don't you try to put me in. I, I, no, because you tried right. to put me in this thread. Right. No, I'm no, right. you didn't. No, you damn didn't. Okay. Are we done here? Yeah. Good. Right. Who's next? Note of the week. 
Yo, women be having way more fun than men. I saw this on Instagram. Somebody said, you bitches is creepy. Y'all be getting together and having lingerie parties with only females. No men. And eat dick suckers and dick cookies and make twerk videos and suck plastic dicks. It'll be a cold day in hell before I link with the bros in pajamas and lick titty pops and eat pussy cookies. But maybe that's just me. First of all, why did you call it lingerie? <laughs> I'm done with you. What? That's, that's only me. It's, it's lingerie. But yes, we do that. You want to know why we do that? Um, Sure. Yep. It's because women are more comfortable with their sexuality than men. I ain't mad at it, though. We can turn up with our girls and be like, girl, we're going to dress in lingerie and have an all lingerie party. What's lingerie? Lingerie. Oh, okay. Continue. Lingerie. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're going to expose ourselves in our fancy lingerie and just embrace one another mm-hmm. while we have, yes, desserts shaped in the, um, you know, organ that a lot of women who are heterosexual may love. Mm. All right. Listen, I lied to you when I said I wasn't mad at it. I am mad at it. I'm hating. I just feel like just just invite me one time, yo. Nah, because the the oh, part. Because you want to see the women in the You think I don't want, like, why y'all don't never invite one lucky guy? And, and like, have a sweepstakes. One lucky guy <laughs> gets to come to the pajama party. And the crazy thing is, I think you, you're you right. Women should do that because oh, the, the women who do that, when they do that, it's it's a battle off of who has the better laundry. You know what I mean? Laundry. I know. It's, I'll be seeing it. It's a battle it. off. It's nah, who has the better me. Like, I got to judge. I'm just coming to judge. Okay. I'm going to bring the little, you know what I mean? Like, the signs, one through ten. Mm. I'm going to show up whatever y'all need, yo. Like, bring me. I just want to be there. (laughs) What? Why you? All right. Fine. Let this be. To all the women trying to have a lingerie party, invite Mo. That's all I'm asking. Y'all be having way more fun than men do. Trust me. Ladies, don't worry about your man when he with the boys. They ain't doing shit. (laughs) They watching the game. Ain't Mm. ain't Ain't a pussy lollipop in sight. Lucky if it's a papusa there. <laughs> All right. Who's next? All right, now it's time for more and shit. In full transparency, someone asked me if I regret the episode where I uh, talked about what I went through with my best friend. Remember? Yeah. And I thought it was a good question, and I think it's a good time to answer it because it's been quite a few months now. It actually has. And I have an answer. Um, But we're running out of time. So, next week seems like a pretty good time to answer that. What you we're think, gonna Katie? we're gonna dive deep into that next week. No, because someone else did this to me this week, and that was my sister. I'm gonna put her on blast. Oh, and she said, "Yo, something happened, but I can't tell you because of the way you'll react to it." Mm. And now I'm eating it, and I'm pissed. I think about trying, it all the you want to know what well, it no, is? Like, tell me now. Yeah, it's like that. Why'd mm. you even bring it up then? Okay. So I'm being petty and doing that to the listeners because I love y'all. But I promise you, I'm gonna tell you next week. And. You said that I am living my life based on my jaded past. Mm, I did. And I want to get deep into that as well. Because Both of those things might be the entire episode next week. But go ahead. What are you going to say about yeah, it? Yeah, because I don't want you to let your jaded past control your future. And I feel like you're aware, but not aware. You're probably right. And I, I want to talk about it. So we'll okay. talk about it. And I'm honestly not telling y'all this to tease y'all. I'm telling y'all this. Look at it this way. Giving you a reason to come back. Mm. 
because we really are going to dive into both of those things. I wanted to do it this week, but we're just running out of time. So next week, I promise you, I definitely want to tackle both of those topics. And that's why I'm saying it now, because I want to hold myself accountable next week. Okay. Because I really don't want to talk about either one of those. I know. But we will. Okay. Say less. Who's next? All right, time for the sicko award. He's so fake, but I'm so real. Yeah, I'm so sick, but he's just there. Sicko award, um, splitting it. Cutting it in half. It's going to two people. Yeah, two people, man. Okay. First person it's going to is whoever it was that decided to break into Julio Jones's house. Julio Jones used to play for the Falcons. Football player got traded. Somebody here decided to break into the house that he left behind. Mm-hmm. You know why they got caught, Katie? No. Why? They were wearing a Julio Jones sweatshirt Are... that they stole from the house. And the cops looked at him and said, hey, that just might be the guy who stole <laughs> Julio, shit. You dummy. <laughs> you fucking you dummy. dummy. What are you doing? I'm glad you did it, though, because it ended up getting you caught. Mm. You are sick. Second, part of the sicko award goes to a lady who I don't feel right making fun of the situation because when well, she passed away. Mm. But what the fuck? Because... This lady was in this video. I don't know if you saw it, Katie. Went viral. Cops bust in. I think she was in the office or something. She on the phone doing something. She going crazy on the cop. Police officer was a black man. She's a white lady. She going crazy with the racism. And word, and word, and word. Bap, 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 bap. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, we hear it every day. Whatever. Yeah. Who cares? Right. So the officer told her, ma'am. I don't care about none of that. Just please stay over there. She grabbed a knife. She started coming around the table. Ma'am, I'm begging you, stop. And he shot her because she didn't listen. She kept coming around the counter with the knife, tried to run up on him. He had to shoot her. He didn't have a choice. If you watch the video, it's very clear. I ain't gonna lie to you, Katie. Two things went through my mind, if I'm being honest. One was all of those statements about, well, if you would have listened, then maybe. Then maybe. <laughs> if you just wouldn't resist. Mm. Well, then maybe these things wouldn't happen. The second thing that went through my mind was, no lie, when she was shot and she hit the ground, she was breathing. You can hear her trying to fight for her breath. You know what her last words were? Mm-mm. The N-word. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Wouldn't save me, wouldn't help me. It wasn't like my kids, my family, whoever I love. It was you effing inward. That woman died, and in her last breath, she chose racism. Mm-hmm. That's how fucked up racism really is for some people. That even in your last breath, you're not thinking about your husband, your kids, your mom, your dad, your friend, anyone. You are just thinking about your hate for a person whose skin is not the same color as yours. That's some sick shit. Nope. Who's next? All right, reflective moment of the week. My trouble used to just double. When I ain't have a dollar, I used to struggle to struggle. Yeah, I was dreaming about the game. Learn to enjoy every part of the journey. Every part. I was talking to my sister about this. And super proud of my sister. She's 27 years old now. She's about to move. She got herself a new truck, a new job. Left her man. She's shining on these hoes. 
Ooh. And I hate that she left her man. I ain't gonna lie. I liked him. Yeah, you said he was cool. Good dude, man. It was the only guy I ever liked that any of my sisters updated. And I haven't heard from him, but I hope he's doing well. This is not about him. No, I'm serious. I why you laugh? You're making it seem like I'm joking. So I'm not. I hadn't heard from him. No, no, just I, haven't. I hadn't heard from no, him. No, because he texts the whole family. Rico, but me. text me. No, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> do that. Don't do that. First of all, you're about to give me a Rico charge. Of all the fucking <laughs> names, Katie, you know <laughs> they out here taking us out. Hey, for Rico? Are you shitting me? Rico? You're not even fucking Spanish, Katie. Why would you go Rico? I didn't know. Rico? I didn't know. What are you on? I didn't well, I don't understand. You got Isaiah, Josh, Joe, Jermaine. Joe. The fuck? Saint. Chicago. North. North. I, I don't care what they tell you. Yeah, I might be getting a little money. I ain't with none of that shit. Katie, wait. Katie, try to get me hemmed up. We in Atlanta, too? I don't care what you heard. All right. That's not my Porsche. I don't know nothing about nothing. Nada. Now, where was I? Um, sister's doing great things. She's doing amazing. I love my sister, man. But she asked me, she said, Reese, when did you start comedy? I said, about 10 years ago. And it hit me. I was like, damn, I didn't even realize it's been 10 years. But she said, wow, it has. I said, yeah. She said, you know, trying to find the day when I find my purpose. And I'm like, Cakes, that day comes different for everybody. Right? Like, we all find it. Mm-hmm. And they say the best two days in life are... One, when you're born. Two, when you find your purpose. And it's interesting because the day that I did comedy for the first time, I knew instantly. I knew this is what I'm supposed to do for a living. I didn't know what was going to come with it. I didn't know how hard it was going to be. I didn't know how long it was going to take. I didn't know anything else. But I knew this is it. Right. This is it. And that day, when that day comes for you, whoever you are, whatever you do, you will know. You'll feel it. There won't be any doubt. Similar to when they say you find a person you're supposed to spend your forever with. Mm-hmm. I don't know that feeling yet. But I do know this. We started talking, and when I look back on my journey, a lot of the things I hated at one point in life, I miss. When I had the job where I was complaining mm-hmm. about, damn, I should be doing that. Oh, I should be doing that. And I had downtime. And I had to sit at a computer and watch Netflix or be on Facebook or find some shit to do for four hours. And I felt like it was unfulfilling. But when you finally do find your purpose and you get the job where you ain't got 10 minutes to do that shit. Mm-hmm. And you trying to find an hour to watch an episode of your favorite shit. Not long I've been watching The Watcher. Right. Still watching. I'm The Watcher. It's me, Katie. Okay. Everybody try to figure out who The Watcher is. You. Me. I'm still watching this <laughs> shit. Been number one for weeks. Here I go. Everybody's like, Mo, it's crazy. I hated the ending. I'm on episode three. All right. Like he's on two last month. I know. I have a hey, life. That's... <laughs> All right. Sorry. I'm joking. Katie, I can't watch The Watcher. Okay, okay. All right. My point is, even in being unemployed, mm-hmm. I hated being unemployed. A lot of people go through this, man. I get it. I've been there. Trust me, I know. One of the worst feelings, being unemployed when you're ambitious, when you want to take care of yourself, when you want to take care of your family. And when you lose a job, whether you meant to or you didn't, those months of unemployment where you want to be employed again in a month, shit, an hour if you can. Might take six months. Might take a year. Mm -hmm. Takes how long it takes. But typically... 
you go and find a new job. You always do, right? Like, people eventually figure it out. Right. May not find it as quick as you'd like, but you'll find a new job. What happens a lot of the time is you spend that time, that window, stressed. I need a job, I need a job, I need a job, I need a job. Then you finally get a job. And you start working that job. Boy, do you wish you could go back to when you could do whatever you want, when you could wake up whenever you want, when you ain't have all those obligations, when you have all that pressure, when you have somebody micromanaging. You know what happens when you get a job, mm-hmm. right? Like if everybody could just do their job and go home, shit, it'd be great. But Easy. It it'd always got to be one person who's the snitch, one person who's the hater, one person who's micromanaging, one person that won't leave you alone when you try and get some coffee. One person that come to your cubicle and you never asked them to be there. Mm-hmm. One person that's pretending that they like you, but they talking shit about you behind your back. It's always something at work. Mm-hmm. And then you get there and you're like, damn. I sure wish I would have enjoyed that process. Mm-hmm. I could do what I want. I could have went to the beach on a Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I could have been drunk at 10 in the morning. I could have... Got on a flight and went somewhere and did. So I could do whatever I want. Go to the library. I could do whatever. Right? But we don't enjoy those moments because you stressed. You worried about, but how I'm going to pay this bill? How I'm going to get to that job? How I'm going to fix this situation? How I'm going to do that? And I get it. But ultimately, it works itself out. Mm-hmm. Usually, you get the job and then you start putting shit together. And yeah, sometimes you're a little behind on finances and you got to recover. But the truth of the matter is, you're going to have to do that shit anyway. Regardless. Regardless. Mm-hmm. So you might as well be fucking happy in that process of not having a job. Because mm-hmm. you're going to miss it. I sometimes look back at all of the times I had downtime and I was like, damn, man, I want to be to the point where I ain't got no free time. I'm super busy. Well, I'm here now, Katie. And this I- shit sucks. <laughs> fucking tired, man. You know how tired I am? Fuck this shit. <laughs> Yo, you'll be seeing me sometime like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Nothing, actually. <laughs> I'm really happy. <laughs> I'm just fucking exhausted. I swear I'm happy. I'm the happiest person alive. <laughs> just, <laughs> just exhausted, right? And it just reminded me, and I was telling my sister about this, and she was laughing, and she was like, you're right, Reese. I'm like, I promise you, I get it. No, right now, you're trying to find your purpose. You're trying to find your way. You're trying to understand some things, and you're just saying to yourself, why is it not my time yet? Why is it not my turn? When does it come? It will. It will. You keep believing that, and it will. But for now, I promise you, one day you're going to look back and say, I should have enjoyed that time a little more. Mm-hmm. So if you're in that place, if you're at that part of the journey, enjoy it. Enjoy it today, regardless of what it brings, because you do not know what's coming tomorrow or if tomorrow is even coming. So enjoy. Learn to enjoy Every part of the journey. Because life is a struggle, but it's a beautiful one. All right, that's it. Thank y'all for being in a moment with us another week. As always, it's a pleasure. We appreciate y'all being here. We love y'all. Y'all know what time it is. Keep your nuts in your shorts. (laughs) Until next week. Next week, bitches. Right now, it's time for a 1901 exclusive. Stumbling like I can't see, yeah. Blinded by my dreams. Every time they reach, cross over on me, knock me off my feet, yeah. 
Kyle Cole from three, yeah. I promise that it get deep. It ain't all that you see. Can you feel what I mean? Keep on raising the ball. Between the lines, you should read. I've been bothered by these demons while I rest. I don't know if I could swallow reality when it is. I've been coping with my problems while trying to coexist. You might feel a little hopeless and broken, but don't you quit. Cause I swear to God, you probably even closer than you think. Shit get overwhelming, that's why I be smoking when I drink. Coast P, MOE, I stay so sleep. Y'all saw it before me and helped me start to believe. I used to want it all like the money in the chain. Till I learn that all money ain't the same. Cause you could do it all for the money and the fame. But you gon' learn this way more money in the game. I used to want it all like the money in the chain. Till I learn that all money ain't the same. Cause you can do it all for the money and the fame. But you gon' learn this way more money in the game. Give me the game. I swear to y'all, I'm legit. Pick of the litter, but really been through some shit Before every stand-up show, I've learned to sit And think about the days I really wanted to quit So it's, it's like every show is my last Can't break everything that I want is glass Chasing all this money while outrunning my past For a future like a future, this shit that you gotta pass She could probably be so much more than an ass But the thing about having class is really there ain't a class uh, Anything that I learned, they gon' hate you for it all Even the stuff you were When taking all these same day trips wasn't a thing I was married to the phone, praying that it would ring Oof. Battles that I done fought, I done been through this shit too long to come up I short. used to want it all fine. like the money in the chain Till I learned that all money ain't the same Cause you could do it all for the money and the fame But you gon' learn this way more money in the game I used to want it all like the money in the chain Till I learn that all money ain't the same Cause you can do it all for the money and the fame But you gon' learn it's way more money in the game Give me the game Alright, in this moment Yo, I was shocked, Katie You um, you brought up therapy Yeah So I know it's obviously something that's been on your mind And yeah, I was proud of you for even bringing it to the table But like, how did you even arrive to this moment? It was something that has been bugging me, right? Because I've heard so many times that Yo, Katie, you need to go to therapy Maybe therapy will help you And I've always thought, no, I'm good, right? I can handle my problems on my own. But I'm the type of person that whatever is going on in my world, I will bury it. I don't like to sit in my emotion and address it and go through the storm that you need to go through to get to the other side. I'll just bury it and be like, it'll be fine. Mm. I don't have to come back to that. Yeah. But it's in the back. Yeah. <laughs> you it's, know? It don't go away. And I, I think a lot of people struggle with that. Port Counseling Group is going to do a lot of good for our listeners. So if you are looking for some therapy, I think that's somewhere where you should go. All their counselors are trained in addressing traumas, big and small. Port is affirming and inclusive. And Port CEO Miranda will always be your first point of contact. You can actually start out with a free consultation. Just visit portcg.com backslash moment. M-O-E-M-E-N-T.